by bell. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts of five alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's go. Let's go. The true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the Demon of Fire. In just a moment, we'll join Chief Cody and rookie fireman Tim Collins who are visiting in the town of Plum Valley as the guests of Tom Culpepper, editor of the local newspaper, The Courier. As firemen, it was only natural that they should sympathize with Tom's desire to see better fire protection for his community. But the fire which destroyed the Hancock block in the center of town had been a shocking example of just how badly this was needed. And if there had ever been the slightest hesitation in their minds about helping the crusading editor in the fight that loomed ahead of him, the events of the next few minutes would have put a stop to that. Now, what those events were, we'll see right after this interesting message. Firefighters, let's join Chief Cody, rookie fireman Tim Collins, and their friend, editor Tom Culpepper, as the three men arrive back at the charred ruins of what had been the Hancock block only a short time before. You recall the general inefficiency of Plum Valley's volunteer firefighting setup, which had been unable to stem the previous fire until it had burned clear to Tom's newspaper office and print shop. Then, that evening, as the three men had returned home, congratulating themselves that at least the newspaper had escaped, the old fire bell had sounded again. And now, as they approached the scene... Chief Cody, do you see what I see? I'm afraid so, Tom. It's your shop this time. Well, I'll sprint ahead, Chief. See what I can do. Oh, thank you, Collins. Thank you. I can't believe my own eyes. This is impossible. It's only too possible when the fire's been handled carelessly just before. Yeah, but uh, what could have started this second fire? That's what I'm trying to tell you, Tom. This is the same fire. The Hancock block finally burned itself out, Chief. Look, the charred dead ruins. Looks don't count. Unless you're mighty careful, there's always a chance a fire will rekindle. Somebody in your fire department slipped up, and that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, how's it look to you, Tim? I can see flames coming out that window on the ground floor. Yeah, it's worked its way under the floor over on that side, Tom. I'm afraid it's gotten a head start, Chief. Where the dickens is that thingamajig that passes for a fire truck? Your fire hall's close enough, so they should be here by now. Yeah. I got plates, important papers, and all kinds of things I got to get out of there. Well, some of these people coming up now will help you, Tom. Couldn't I run down to the fire hall and see what's holding them up, Chief? Oh, it's downright ridiculous, but I don't see anything else to do. I'll organize some of the folks into a bucket brigade. Say, you got an axe inside, Tom? Oh, yeah, but there isn't anything one man can do, Chief Cody. Well, true enough. But I can do some chopping where it'll do the most good uh, ventilation, we call it. Sort of pulling the flames into one section where we can get at them. Yeah, well, you see if you can keep them from spreading out, Chief. Uh, I'll be back with the boys as soon as I can. Good luck. And as the chief and the editor move toward the burning building, Tim dashes along the darkened streets toward the fire barn. Breathless, he pulls up in front of it, his eyes wide in amazement. It's dark and deserted, except for a fellow a few years younger than himself struggling to push back the big door. Uh, here, let, let me give you a hand there. Everybody. You know, that's what I was beginning to wonder myself. Oh, I know where the lights are. Just a sec. You were beginning to... 
Oh, I'm asleep. I'm dreaming. This can't be true. Where are the rest of the volunteers? At least Handy Hanks ought to be around. He's probably to bed by now. I'm not a volunteer fireman, but when I heard the bell, I hopped into my truck and drove down here. You drive a truck, Mr. Uh... Uh, everybody calls me Luther. Uh-huh. Sure, I'm the best mechanic in town. Well, you're also a volunteer fireman tonight, Luther. Now hop up in that driver's seat and get this truck rolling. I'll hang on back. Brother, this is what I've been waiting for for years. You know where the courier office is? Of course. You one of the firemen visiting Tom Culpepper? Yeah, yeah, my name's Tim Collins. Nice to meet you. You hang on back there, Tim, because... You're practically there. A few seconds later, Tim has to admit Luther is as good as his word. In fact, it was sheer luck that he caught the young mechanic's attention and signaled him to draw up as they reached the hydrant half a block away from the burning building. Well, what do you want to stop here for, Tim? This is the time when every second counts, Luther. It's half in the driver's seat. Don't come down. Okay, but listen carefully. I'm taking this end of the hose and looping it around the hydrant here. You take the truck on slowly toward the fire. The hose will unreal as you go. Oh, I get it. Then we'll be all set. Yeah, as soon as I've got my end coupled to the hydrant, if this coupling works, at the Hancock fire, most of the hose fittings were bent, but we'll try it. Now, you'll be ready with a nozzle at the other end. Sure. I understand about that. Good, good. Now, get in as close to the fire as you can. Pour that water on while I join you. Okay, now take it away. Luther, Luther, hold it, hold it. What'd I do wrong? Oh, nothing, nothing. But you get down here, will you? Give me a hand. Yeah. Well, I'll be dying. Pull the hose right out of the truck all at once, yeah. as well as half the junk they carry around in back. Well, some idiot didn't coil it back in the truck properly. Well, after the fire in the Hancock block, those guys were tired. They probably just threw it back in any which way. There's no excuse, absolutely, for handling hose like that. Yeah. You never know when the next fire's gonna strike. Well, we'll have to make the best of it now. Say, you sure are getting that hose attached to that hydrant in fast order. Well, practice, that's all, Luther. Uh, say, get a chemical extinguisher from the truck, will you? Rush it over to Chief Cody? Yeah. I'll drag the hose over as best I can. Ah, uh, just let me get this hose up as close as I can, Chief. Sorry for the delay. It's hardly your fault, Tim. Don't let Tom call Pepper, but don't let him know under the circumstances, we don't have a chance. That uh, guy I sent over the extinguisher? Luther, he's helping Tom save the last few things. Uh, well, I suppose the way the fire spread, it wasn't much help. The extinguisher? Yes, sir. Hardly, son. It was empty. I wouldn't try to get any closer if I were you two. It looks hopeless now. Absolutely hopeless. We're not going to give up, Tom. So Tim here seen what he can do with the hose. Those hose couplings work all right? Well, threads battered a bit, but they work. Okay. Through the window to your right. Yes, sir. Aim at the base of the fire. Right, Chief. All right, step back, Tom. This thing really kicks. It may... may... Oh. Well, that's that. Oh. If this wasn't so tragic, your face would be the funniest thing I've seen in a long time, Tim. This, 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 this is a trickle. Yeah. It hardly reaches the window. There's not enough pressure to... Well, doggone it, how can you put out a fire like this? I know how you and Chief Cody feel, Collins, but we might as well face it. The answer is, you can't. I don't know. And so the inevitable happened. A half hour later, editor Tom Culpepper stands watching the glowing embers of what had once been his newspaper office. You know, Chief, a man never realized just what fire means until he's seen something of his own go up in smoke. Strange, isn't it? Fire's probably the best friend man has, controlled and used properly. That's it. But without planning, precautions, it can be his worst enemy. Uh, I hope your plant was insured, Mr. Culpepper. Oh, it was, Tim. 
Oh, I, I can rebuild, start all over again. It, it's the sheer unnecessary waste that gets me. Now, Tom, don't let it get you down. Get me down, Chief? After seeing what's happened twice in one day, I'm fighting mad. Tonight's the last straw. It was pretty bad. I don't think either of you realize quite how bad. You were busy trying to help. I'll show you what I mean. Uh, Luther. Yeah? Uh, will you come here a minute? Sure, Mr. Culpepper. But I was getting that hose ready to wet down those embers. Tim said that... Uh, you uh, can go right back to it, Luther. But first, I want to thank you for what you did to help. Yeah, me too. We could have done with more of you, son. That's, that's the point, Chief. How many volunteers would you say showed up here tonight, Luther? Well, I can't rightly say I saw any of them. Yeah, nor did I. Do you realize, Chief, not a single volunteer showed up here tonight? Well, that's unbelievable. Are you sure? Oh, don't be too hard on him, Mr. Culpepper. I figure it's the fault of the fire earlier. You see, there's two shifts of volunteers. They both reported to the Hancock fire, and if you ask me, they were worse than usual. Well, that's mostly a matter of training, sir. Anyway, I've got an idea when the second fire broke out, each shift figured it was the other's turn to fall out. Now, Luther's a darn sight more charitable than I am. Do you consider that an excuse, Chief? No, I'm afraid I can't say I do, Tom. This town is going to have adequate fire protection. It's the last thing I do. Decent equipment and trained men. Uh, will you and Collins help me, Chief Cody? Well, I'd say that was almost in the line of duty, huh, Tim? Oh, you bet, sir, only I don't see exactly what we can do. I need your knowledge and advice, most of all. I'm going to start out with an editorial tomorrow that'll make the people in this town sit up and take notice. But how can you get the courier out after the fire? Uh, we'll set up headquarters in my home. Fred Jenkins from next town will lend me his presses when I'm ready. Well, I thought you said he was a competitor of yours. Well, ordinarily he is, Collins. But in a pinch, he'll come to my aid. Well, with folks like that hereabouts, this ought to be easy. No, no, no. Don't make that mistake, Chief. I happen to know how the president of the town council feels about spending money on this program. Hey, he'll hand us the hottest fight you ever saw. But are you still with me? Why not? Tim and me kind of make a business of putting out things that get a mite too hot. It's a deal, Tom. It's only natural for the chief to accept the challenge that in the long run will help not only his friend, but also the community of Plum Valley. But very shortly, he and Tim are going to find that Tom Culpepper meant every word of his warning of the fight ahead. To be in on it, don't miss the next exciting episode of The Firefighters. In a moment, Chief Cody will be back to tell you boys and girls how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's a message you'll want to hear. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a word for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. Thinking back on Tom Culpepper's newspaper office and how simple it is for a fire you think is out to rekindle reminds me how easy it is for that to happen right in your own home. Take little things like matches, cigarettes, and pipe ashes. How often people think they're out when they're not. Of course, none of you smoke, but I'll bet from time to time you help in emptying ashtrays around the house. Either make mighty sure they're all out or dump them into something that won't burn, or both. Make sure there's no rekindled fires for you. Now till I drop in next time, so long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's roll! Let's go! Firefighters! Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.